We are live. Hello. Welcome to episode 18 of the Double D's podcast. Today we are joined by one of our favorite guests slash fans. <laughs> Me. Doug. <laughs> our biggest fan. The only person who's listened to every episode. It's Emily with two E's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been spelling it wrong for so long. Everyone does. It's okay. It's not spelled wrong on Spotify. Well, it was. It was. It was no. Emma at first. Prove it. I have a screenshot. No, you don't. I will. I have. <laughs> and my phone saves screenshots and can receive Amber alerts, unlike yours, the death phone. <laughs> it's the peaceful phone. Did you have to pay extra for that? <laughs> it's like probably twelve missing kids on your property. Right it's now. A, well, there's a reason why I don't want this. It's actually a work phone. I don't pay for it. Oh, at all. that might be. Work doesn't want you going off trying to save missing children. They want you to. Yeah, fix, they fix want me to keep making money even if there's a nuclear attack or something. Yeah. Well, we have a number of skills that'll be useful in a nuclear attack. So, 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 a little bit of a uh, house cleanup stuff. Okay, house cleanup. Because um, last episode, um, you know, because now the Justin Trudeau liberals are, are regulating podcasts and everything. They are? Yeah, we got nailed for some misinformation and disinformation. Same fucking thing. I don't know what that is. Anyway, so, so here, we're going to clear that up. Okay, here we go. Michael Shannon? Yes. Okay. Remember I was saying he was in that Netflix uh, thing of the country singer? Yeah. And I said it was about George Strait? Okay. It's not George Strait. It's uh, George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Oh, that was a mistake. That's okay. I, I every now and then I'll be listening and I'm like, oh shit, why did I say that? That's not right. Yeah, I'll like misquote an actor. Well, I'll... you know, so just wanted to clear up all that mis and disinformation. Well, I'm sure our fan appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And then the rest was accurate as accurate can be. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tee off on Trudeau. I was so excited. <laughs> well, you know, fuck Trudeau too. But anyways, well, there's a campaign slogan for you. Um. Right there, there's uh, what, what are those things right there? What things? Right there, what are those things? Yeah. Oh, there's something there. Well, it is Christmas and all. Oh, that one's for you and that. Oh, says Emily and Chris. Oh, stuff. I didn't get you anything. I know. Looks good. I bring you something next. Everything I've got you is still at the house downstairs. Here. <laughs> I, I was going to bring it's you something. It's getting pretty fucking cold down there. I didn't, no. I didn't think this was like our last episode before Christmas, so I was going to. Uh, All right, I'll let you go yeah, first, because ladies first. Christmas is actually next Monday, though. No? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to record uh, either before that or after that. I don't know. Going to do a Friday recording, maybe? Yeah, no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Not now, though, because we're live with two oh, free people. Thank you so much. Well, You're you gotta, welcome. Can she read it, or is it? Uh, well, no, it just says. May your Christmas be wrapped in happiness and tied with love from Denise and Doug. That's so sweet. And I got your little doggies. Fill your cup of cheer with what's in the fridge. Cheers. Denise what's in the Doug. fridge? Also, P.S. That's your cue. P.S. Go fuck yourself. That's your cue. What's in the fridge? What's in the fridge? Um, hey, little drummer boy. You want to see what's in the fridge? Ah, uh, fridge over there. Find a bar. Find a bar. I drum for him. So, so uh, they're empty cards. Although just some ink written in them. Yeah, but it's nice. It's a nice. Pours light fridge. 
Is there invisible ink on here? <laughs> is there a secret code? No, but there's no like Tim cards or gift cards or Amazon cards or anything. But I do have a gift, but I only have one. Okay. So you guys are going to have to decide who gets this one. Oh, all right. Well, I guess um, we would have to compete in some way. I'm not good at competition. Because <laughs> I'm a really bad winner and I'm a really sore loser. Well, what about rock, paper, scissors? Two out of three. Two out of three. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. Well, you're getting thirsty. Wench! The one that's the most flamboyantly colorful. Okay, so it's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. Good? Yeah. All right, ready? One, <laughs> two, it. three. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh my God. What the? <laughs> I. Okay, <clears throat> watch our light again. I'm sorry. All right. Now I need Maybe to rethink my one. whole strategy. All right, one more time. Yeah. Ready? Rock, <laughs> oh, paper, thanks. scissors, shoot. Oh, gotta get the, That's one. Only, uh, one, of the, uh, one for me. Ones. Unless she wants a beer one. Unless you want to try a beer one. Whatever. I'm okay with it. Bring it on. Okay. All right, ready? I won't mess it up. Let me rethink the strategy now. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. One, two, three, go! Damn, one and one. All right, it's a good game. One and one. Yeah. This one's for all the... Emily had scissors and, and, and Mr. Vane had paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Because we are in... Oh, yeah. They're yeah. listening to They it. are listening. Well, you know that... Yeah, in the first one, she, she grenaded me. Ready? One, two, three, four! Oh, I, if oh, there's there anyone go. I'm going to lose to, I'm glad it's up. So <laughs> this is, with two E's. So this is what you got. I have a ticket here from my buddy Patrick Brown oh. for uh, New Year's Eve to see Our Lady Peace in Brampton, New Year's Eve Square. <laughs> and uh, a meet and greet. But it's only for one person. So there you go. <laughs> and I'm not going cool. down. Sorry, Chris, you're out of luck. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Thank mm. you. So you can either have that or you can partake in this cowbell gingerbread parlor, hopefully. Oh, boy. Thanks for picking the best one there. Well, I'm going to let you sure. pour. Brewed with dark toasted intense malts and complimentary. Oh, fuck it. There we go. Well, it's a special night, ladies and gentlemen. And I'd like to introduce a new segment with Mr. Bain and the doctor. This one's called... I'm going to get the doctor to check my bag. Would you like to check my bag, doctor? <laughs> what, has it got a pillow in there? I'm going to turn my head and cough. Speaking of turning your head and coughing, you were coughing there last time and by Wednesday. I apologize. I was coughing. And I have something special here. Try some of this? Sure. I didn't have any. Before we get out of the can. I didn't have any wrapping paper. So I wrapped it in a flannel well, I thought shirt. you didn't bring me anything. I didn't. I brought, okay. us, I brought us something. You brought us something. You liked it? Yeah. Well, well, there. Emily says, cowbell, gingerbread, man, house. Ladies and gentlemen, there will be a vote. But first, you must see. Okay. Oh, the fishbowl. The fishbowl. We're, we're retiring the Folgers. I present to you the first of... Two fish bowls. This one slightly oddly shaped, but with a tilt for easy reaching and retrieving. Oh, so it's a candy a jar. Candy? Oh, I yeah. just ruined it. <laughs> Tis. Tis a candy jar in some senses. However, <clears throat> because I am a traditionalist. Let, do, you, do you wrap your presents and leave the fucking Here. rice tags on it as well? He seems like that kind of person. Oh, shit. Yeah. I took it off that one. I didn't take it off this one. 
Oh, there's more more gifts. Yes. Hold on, I have another flannel shirt here. It's a lot of flannel. It's a Mr. Flannel. I've, I could have gone with Mr. Flannel. Ever seen our fla flannel oh, ramblers episode? And then we have mm. the more traditional looking fishbowl. Yeah, so um yeah, so so one's the fish bowl, and then one will be the 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 good fish. Yeah, I was thinking that, and then the shit, you know, the stinky fish can still be the go stinky right fish. in that fireplace over there. Absolutely. <laughs> so this one. Okay, hold on. First of all, Merry Christmas, cheers. Merry Christmas and cheers. Cheers. Episode eighteen. Oh, oh, I can taste the ginger vitus. The ginger vitus. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's not better bad. than I was expecting. It's not yeah. bad, considering the last three episodes we've had a lot of swing and a miss beers. It fits in with the other fucking beers. I mean, the, the, I was the writing is right on the can. It's it's ginger bread <laughs> beer. Thanks, Chris. You get what you pay for. Cheers. Yeah, molasses and ginger. Yeah, it definitely tastes that's, like that. Yeah, it's the molasses I think that's giving it that weirder taste. Brew a beer with like like gingerbread beer. Um, Dutch beer. Ginger ginger beer, but gingerbread beer. I mean, I like my gingerbread once in a while, and I like my beer, but I don't want those things to mix. It's like putting fruit in salad. I just don't always agree with it. I kind of like fruit and salad. Me I mean, too. I like cranberries. I don't know. Yeah, uh, cranberries cranberries sure. mixed in one of those like kale salads that you get at Costco. Yeah, with some goat sure. cheese. And that is bullshit. Raspberries with maybe a <laughs> strawberry vinaigrette. Yeah, blueberries. Gingerbread. I don't know about blueberries. That's the thing. Oh. This is where we go off the rails. Raspberries, I think, I, I feel like I'm okay with. Don't ask me why. I, like I think it. I have good raspberries. Slices of banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No? I got to pass on the banana salad. <laughs> Although, if you put banana salad in front of me and I was really hungry, I might do it. Hey, is this recording? It's yes. Like, yeah, it looks like it. The little red dot. I see there. the little red dot with the numbers going. Mm -hmm. Is the audio on, though? Yes. Mm -hmm. is, is the audio recording done? Let's see it moving over there. Yeah. Hello. Nice. Test, test. Oh, boy. Does that mute button mean that it's off? No, I think it means it's on. Well, um, that's awkward. Didn't that be moving up and down? It was before, was it? And it's, the, the whole blue thing isn't coming on and off. That's not good. I gotta get closer and see. Audio check. 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 One. Check. Two. Wouldn't be the first time we've had no audio record here on the podcast. There. Hello. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, well, on the plus side, I have the terrible audio from the live that I can go <laughs> send over to you. What's what where? Hey there, welcome back to episode 18 of the Double D Podcast. We are experiencing technical difficulties due to Starlink, Elon Musk, 
has a vendetta against us because he is pro Justin Trudeau. So he's always trying to shut us down. He is not pro Justin Trudeau. You guys carry on. I've got uh, something to do upstairs. Oh, all right. The router, uh, well, <laughs> went down. Oh, the router. Oh, okay. Well, our our tech expert Doug is gonna go and check the router. Ugh. So much stuff in my pants. Ugh. Okay. Lord. All right, Ems. It's you and me. Okay. Now it's the DE podcast. D. <laughs> Just D. Um, were there any other topics in that long list, or is there anything you would like to discuss here on this glorious... One of the satellites crashed in the backyard. Well, shit. I hope it didn't hit one of your wind farms. Don't pay me yet. Come on, Elon. TV went off, everything went off, router went off. Well, it looks like we're we're back in semi-full swing. Yes, we're back. Where were we? Where were we? Um, but this beer is shit. This is shit. We did not enjoy it. That's the last 12 beers on this fucking podcast have tasted like fuck. And there we go again. Guys, can anyone out there come fix the internet? It's working on my phone, but we keep losing it on the big box. What you're seeing is shit. This is the shit version of the podcast. The good version right. is supposed to be recorded over there. Every time you get comfortable, you got to get back up again. <laughs> That's what you get for always giving yourself. Things like this, is it a way to just record the audio? With this program, everything's mm -hmm. being recorded and uploaded to the All right, so it makes it so easy. So, well, yeah, it's really easy, and I don't. it's not stored on my computer or anything. Mm -hmm. But you constantly need a connection for it to yeah. work. So if we had like a hard... If you okay, so if we had a hard, and it makes it really easy for people for guests to phone in because you can just download the app on your phone and do it on your phone and be a guest. All yeah, right. or a shitty old laptop because that's what Lisa. Yeah, or any, she yeah, anything. Yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's perfect um, for that. But every now and then, when we get the connection issues, I feel like if we had something other than fucking TikTok, if we had like a hard video connection that had separate audio, then we wouldn't lose all that stuff when we lost the the internet connection. Right. Yeah. That's just. I'm afraid to move. I just stay right here. <laughs> you're okay. Come on. You know what you should do while you're up there? You should check. Wait, something. wait, wait. This is episode 18. This yeah. is episode 18. Nine, 17 was the one we recorded where we talked about. Um, so, so episode uh, 14 was a fucking disaster. Now episode 18 is a disaster. Every fourth episode. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Here we go. We should like go back in the records to see if it's every four episodes something fucked up happens. <laughs> All right, so um, fuck, what are we talking about here? Uh, we talked about cheese and wind farms. Yeah, but there was something else. What's in the fifth slot? Soldiers, you will not be forgotten. Oh, you will get is. a new job. Here it is. Wind Farms um, body piercing. <laughs> <clears throat> I threw that one in for Would you. Would you rather have a, a pierced tongue or a tattoo on your back? Ginger. Would I rather have a pierced tongue or a tattoo on my back? 
I feel like there's. If I was in my twenties, like 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 a like a stamp tramp. Oh, it's tra- a stamp, a tramp <laughs> yeah. stamp. Yeah. Oh fuck no. Pierce tongue, a big barbell pierced tongue. Oh. Right when you talk, it rattles off your teeth, or a fucking stamp tramp. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of you know what having a pierced tongue. Like, like I have a I have a oral thing. Like I'm, I'm I'm always biting my nails or something, and I feel like if I had a barbell in my mouth, I would just I'd be just working it all the time, and maybe that would Knock actually me an out, and then we'll, that would yeah, actually be good for me off your teeth. Yeah, but that's only if you're like you know obsessed with. I don't know. All the time. Oh, I constantly put my lip piercing, like constantly. I don't even notice I do it. And my mom was like, "Can you stop? It's driving me nuts." And mm. I don't even notice that I'm constantly playing with it. And I've noticed quite a lot of, like, the gums on my lower teeth are a little bit more sensitive now because of the constant like movement. Is it like so, just a ball on the inside too? It's a flat. It's piece. a flat piece. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't like necessarily constantly touch your tooth, your teeth, but as you're talking or especially when you're eating, you they can move, hear it yeah. dicking off your teeth. So I would say lower back tattoo for that reason that I think it would just be another thing that ruins your teeth and annoys everybody. You're going tongue piercing. I mean, I, man, I got the the plumber ass problem. That's why I wear undershirts all the time. <laughs> I just my ass is just hanging out, hanging out all the time. And you know, chicks dig the tongue piercing anyway. So <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm taking this as a like if I was 20. 40-year-old men don't decide, I'm going to go get a tongue piercing because I don't know. That's a midlife crisis for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if I if I was going back and it was like, okay, I'm going to make a stupid decision when I'm in my 20s, tongue piercing or tramp stamp, tongue piercing. I feel like that would get me laid. So what, we, what do you guys think is the grossest body piercing then? Um, like what's something that you would never do or never want anyone that you knew or like your kids to get, you know, something uh, like that. My sphincter. <laughs> That's yeah. the grossest one. Can you even pierce them? I don't know. I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm and, sure. Well, there's like grossest piercing on yourself and grossest piercing on another person. What are we asking? Like if I saw somebody else and they had this piercing, I'd be like, oh. No. I don't know. Like, I guess both maybe like, like what's disturbing to you? Um, piercings aren't disturbing to me. No, I've experienced a lot of piercings in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never had to experience any of the uh, really low quadrant piercings. I mean, if that's what someone's into, great. I would just have nightmarish fears of something getting caught. And something going wrong. Something yeah. going wrong. I've seen enough movies of it with piercing-related incidents. There's only a couple things that make me cringe in a movie. Mm-hmm. Needles and when someone's piercing gets like caught on something or ripped off. That just bleh, does like that scene mm-hmm. in The Punisher. You I, I couldn't pierce my penis. <laughs> a lot of people do that. I know. I, I, yeah. I just thought about that. I was like, that's one thing I don't think I could do. I know somebody that did that. And he told me that now he has to sit down to pee because. It's brace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That ain't right. Yeah. Like, does it pierce right, like, right directly through your urethra? Yeah, depending on what type, yeah. Oh, Keska fuck. That one did. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah no. Uh, no. No no genital piercings, please. I mean, get a fucking get a shower you say Keska Keska fuck. <laughs> Isn't that what they're calling new Dundas Square down there? I don't know. It means what the fuck in French. Well, 
Gascafa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no genital piercings for me. Please and thank you. You want to pierce the nips? You want to pierce your belly button? You want to pierce your ass? Go for it. But not the, not the genitals. There's, no. Just the ones that have, like, like, the whole face all done. Yeah. That's a bit much. Yeah, because then you lose your, kind of, your identity. You lose your face, right? You can't yeah. see anything but the piercings. Yeah. For me, it's when they, spa like, use spacers on their lip or on their nose. Because then, like, you can see inside, yeah. like, when you're eating, like, things are, like, falling out. Yeah. And I think that's just, like disgusting and i, I am 100 percent for self-expression but like if your choices are directly affecting other people like i don't want to be sitting at a table with somebody and they're like chewing and like their like dinner is like falling out on their plate like that's not a conversation that i want to be part of when you when your choice makes your life harder mm -hmm. that's yeah, you still got to deal with it but still mm -hmm. <laughs> gone too far Absolutely. Like, people have tattoo their whole face all up. Or, like, they tattoo their eyeballs, so it's, like, all oh, black. Oh, eyeball tattoos. Yeah. Like, that's freaky. Uh, How do you do that? Let's wait to see what happens in fucking 30 years with your <laughs> eyes. Uh, I'll tell you this. The, the people that we're offending right now are probably really, really mad, but... Those are the ones that watch us. The people, the people <laughs> who tattoo their eyeballs aren't going to be able to see the keys to write a letter. If you can hear me... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just not in your genitals that are pierced. Speaking of tattoos, the other day we were talking about uh, that movie we watched, uh, uh, Leave the World Behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it had all those signs in it. I read another one. And that girl had all these tattoos on her body. You know, the, the, the daughter. Not the, the NASA one, the, the one the that was a bitch. Yeah, yeah. The daughter of the owner of the house. Yeah, yeah. She had, like, some tattoos on her body. And apparently those tattoos had certain meanings, too. Uh, there's a lot of siblings. But I haven't shit. looked that up. Yeah, there's so much to look up because it's all so subliminally planned. So so that got me thinking. There's, there's a few movies out there that have a lot of, like, hidden stuff in it like that does. Where oh, you watch it and you don't even see half the shit. Mm -hmm. And then you start reading about it or whatever. So then you want to go back and watch it again, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you know of any other movies that do that? Oh, tons. Coraline was... is great at that. Yeah. Which one? Coraline. Oh, Coraline? Mm -hmm. There was it's one I saw the other day. And I, again, Alien's my favorite movie. There's this, like, blink if you miss it scene where they're going around the installation and they just, like, arrived and they're looking for signs of life. And uh, Drake walks into this room, and there's a hole in the roof, and there's all this water dripping down on a desk, and you just see this ring donut with a bite out of it. And just for a second, you see it, and I always thought, oh, I wonder if anyone would go eat that rain-soaked, soggy donut. <laughs> but it's symbolic of the crashed alien ship oh, they found oh. in Aliens, because it looks literally like a <clears throat> ring with a bite out of it. Mm. So, hey, James Cameron, we saw what you did there. <laughs> you Fancy fuck. The one I was thinking of was it's a Netflix uh, like little miniseries. It's uh, I think it's called Haunting uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, oh my I've god, heard of that's that. so good. I want to watch. So it. Good. I heard it. Was so good. and it's the two young kids that are in the house, right? And they're, and they're running around the house, and you see like gardeners, the guy fixing the clock, this, that, and everything. Mm -hmm. And you and you don't think anything of it because they they like the kids running down the stairs, and there's a guy fixing the old grandfather clock. He runs past, and he was just in that scene for a second. 
Mm-hmm. Well, later you find out these are all fucking ghosts that yep. live there. Mm-hmm. They're not real people. Yep. But then, but then, if you go back and watch it again, then you start seeing, holy shit, there's somebody up there and there's somebody over mm-hmm. there, and now you start seeing even more people that you didn't see the first time. And you start wondering if they're. <clears throat> Something. And they're all and they're all just ghosts of spirits that live in the place. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but there's tons of directors out there. They love to just hide little shit in their movies, and it's some of it is very subliminal. Like you'd need to like like they make videos online, guys who like pick apart every single frame, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, this is indicative of this," and then there's some that are just like so in your face. That, yeah. Yeah, but I, I like shit like that. Like Scorsese does that with the, the black X's. He has like X's that show up in his movies. They're all there's like they're in the background or something. Yeah. And I've seen someone that kind of were pointing a bunch of them out. What we watched his newest one the other day, uh, Wolf Moon or whatever. Oh, uh, murder, uh, the killing of the blood flower, moon. flower moon. Yeah, the flower moon one. We, we killers of the flower moon. Killers of the flower moon. That's yeah. it. It's long, yeah, and it's uh, kind of slow. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like three hours. We watched it two different nights. Yeah, you got to split that apart. It's um, yeah, it just keeps going. And going. <laughs> I tried. I tried to do that, with but it's his based last on movie. But it's based on a true story. Yeah. Of uh, of of uh, an American Indian tribe. Uh, they had this land and. Uh, they found oil on it and they got to keep the rights to it and then how people kind of came in and tried to marry into the family and knock them off and stuff. And shit, that's dark. And they had to go to the U.S. government uh, to help them try to solve the murders. And, yeah. Crazy. But it's supposed to be like based on a true story, right? That's dark. But they were very uh, well-to-do because uh, they were pretty smart and, you know, they sold the all the well heads and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's on my list of really, really long movies to check out eventually. It is very long. Like the Irishman was so long and everyone I talked to about it watched the first half and then never finished the movie. I never saw the second half of the movie. I watched the first half and there were a couple parts of it, the de aging and some of the scenes were like, Wow, this is a Scorsese movie and the scene is really bad. Uh, and it, like classically now, the scene where De Niro's de-aged person is kicking the shit out of some guy on the street, and it's filmed so badly. Yeah, like it—he's not even connecting with the guy. It's like, couldn't you do a couple more takes or bring in a stunt guy and change the angle around? And it's like it's laughable, and they, they and Martin kept it in. Like, I don't know. And things like that are are what can take a movie that's supposed to be really great, and then people fixate on that and that becomes like the the source of this huge argument of oh, i can't finish this shit now Absolutely. like one bad scene one bad cgi moment there's so many of these lists that are like what this you know a list of incredible movies with that one scene that just drags it down or that one bad special effect that was the one for me i never did you finish the Irishman? no i don't think i did yeah. i don't remember it being three hours long whatever it was it, is. it was long all I know is I, I, I Joe must, Pesci. I was, must have only watched the first part and yeah. okay. moved on. Joe yep. Pesci was amazing. That's the one thing I took away from him. It was like he'd come a long way as an actor. 
where when he was young, he was like, "Are oh, you fucking man? Fuck you, you fucking you motherfucker, you pet in the neck." <laughs> you know, basically playing the same guy in Casino and the same guy in Goodfellas. You motherfucker, you the same guy he always plays. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in The Irishman, he was playing this more reserved seat, more reserved guy. There's a scene where he's coming to De Niro's defense because De Niro did something and he's getting in shit for it. And you can just see Joe Pesci kind of sitting there being very quiet and very collected. And like, he's clearly put himself on the line for this guy. And he, he just played it so subtle. It was like, wow, that is not, that's like not how Joe Pesci usually looks. Right. So that was a saving grace. That's what I took away from it. Uh, shit scene, good scene. Didn't finish it. Chris, did you finish it? Watched it. Ah. <laughs> What's in the fridge? Yeah, what is in the fucking fridge? What's under the fridge? <clears throat> Okay, we gotta break the streak here. So, are we actually gonna keep going down your list here, or uh, wind farms, body piercing? <laughs> I came up with that list like <laughs> as a joke. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. You know what, Doug? You need a win. Oh, you went for a rattler. Didn't I went you? for a fucking rattler. Those, those were for. Are those those Denises? Oh shit. Not now. It's here. No, I can't. Oh, she's going to get mad at me now, though, dude. Yep. Sure. I got it on film and took it. Did you drink my fucking Rattlers? I hate you, Doug. Yes. Yeah. Should you go? That egotistical maniac comes to our house every fucking week. You drink like Starboos. You're empty? Yep. Thanks, Dunan. It's okay. She won't watch this episode until 2026. So, thank you. What the hell else did I write in that fake? It's that quite a list. list. It was yeah. quite a list. I was sitting there. Irrational and... fears. Oh, that was a good one. Irrational fears. And actually, kind of a. Uh, it was it was the uh, the wind farms being <laughs> the first line where I was like, because uh, I know somebody who has an insane fear of wind farms. Of wind farms. And I try not to be insensitive about it, but I I. I when I see it, like in in the past years ago, I was driving with this person, and there were wind farms in the distance. Oh, for fuck's sake! Really? Internet. <laughs> just hit me in the mouse. Oh, okay. So you just give some pics, Mike. Where it's at? Oh yeah, we're uh, talking about irrational fears. Um, I don't know if this is irrational. <laughs> Rational fears or irrational? Um, I was just thinking of what some of my fears are. Um, but the first ones that come to mind, roller coasters and mm. snakes. I don't know if that's irrational. Um, yes. Maybe a little bit. But, yeah. Childhood experience on a roller coaster didn't go well. The feeling of, like, I can't get off this fucking thing until it's done. And I'm, <laughs> like, having a full-blown panic attack because I was not expecting it to be what it was. Rattler, ginger, Rattler, mix, not good. But, um, yeah, again, I think (laughs) to me it's a rational fear. There's a lot of people who are afraid of roller coasters or just don't want to go on them. My fear of snakes is more, if I see a snake, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want it near me. I don't want it to touch me. I've found snakes around my house 
And lots of snakes around here. Oh, there's tons <laughs> of snakes around here. I have a full blown. Nothing usually makes me feel super uncomfortable, but when um, Max was, he wasn't even two years old, I think. We were just playing outside, and he was sitting down, and he was like, "Come sit with me, Dad." And I was like, "Okay, buddy." And I went to go sit down, and like two feet away from him, fucking giant garter snake slithering along. And I just like grabbed him, picked him up, and was like, ah! <laughs> and I thought to myself, I don't want him to be scared. So I didn't say what was wrong. He's like, well, what's going on? Where are we going? I'm like, we're just taking a walk over here, buddy. We're just going to go over here for a bit. And I'm like walking around with him, kind of not shaking, but my worry was he was going to see the snake and go, oh, I like these things. And just start playing with it. And then he would become the kid that likes snakes. <laughs> You're a horror. What's wrong with being the kid that likes snakes? He does <laughs> However, much later, this was like less, maybe maybe three months ago, uh, he went to a, a, a reptile show, uh, one of those things, at a, at a park. Yep. And my wife sends me a video, or my in-laws <laughs> send me a video of him getting one of those giant yellow pythons uh, put on it. Boat, yeah. And it's so big, and it's starting to wrap its tail around his leg. And as I'm watching the video, I'm like, they wouldn't send this to me if it ate them, right? <laughs> like, just so you know. Well, the, they, those type of snakes, they don't eat. They strangle. So. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. They strangle, they crush, and then they eat. Um, <laughs> then one of those over at the Elmville Zoo. Oh, I remember taking my kids when they were younger there. But, like, they, watching that video made me genuinely uncomfortable. <laughs> like, well, I don't think we would have been good friends when I was younger because for... I was dating somebody for about six months and they had the snake, but their parents couldn't, they hated the snake. So he's like, Oh, take care of the snake for me while I find my own place. I'm like, yeah, sure. So about six months I had the snake living in my apartment and I think she was just over seven feet long. The main part of her body was like that thick, like, which they'll probably bite you or do something but this snake was beautiful and i miss her every day actually it was so cool owning a snake i'm gonna say yeah yeah i just have a give me the ick and there's so many girls i've met who like snakes and i'm like no that's an instant ick <laughs> spiders spiders is your thing yeah, and there's fucking all sorts of spiders they're everywhere right here there's like 400 spiders in your kitchen right they're now. everywhere yeah there's spiders there's all sorts of spiders big hairy spiders there's all sorts of spiders around when i'm hunting when i'm out there's spiders there's spiders fucking everywhere mm -hmm. I've, I've gotten to tolerate them mm -hmm. but i hate them like if somebody brought a tarantula over here like, oh, the fuck no yeah no <clears throat> no i had a crazy roommate when i was in college and she came home with a tarantula and I was like, this is a push in it, but okay. <laughs> right. And then she comes in the kitchen, she's holding it in her hand. She's like, you want to see it? I'm like, okay, sure. I look, I'm like, it's not going to like escape, is it? Cause like tarantulas, I, again, I have my three cats still. So they, you know, if a, they're poisonous. So like if a cat tries to eat a tarantula, the cats are like, that's it for the cat. Right. right. So I'm like, this isn't going to like escape or something. And she's like, no, no, he's really docile. So she goes like this and the tarantula just jumps out of her hand. Like oh just goes flying to the ground, crawls under our kitchen fridge. And I just, I lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I lost it. I said, you know what? Burn down the house. I was like, you find that spider. <laughs> You're moving out. I'm sorry, but that's, that's too much. 
too much, too fast. Mm -mm. Jesus. Yeah. See, like already. I remember, like I remember when it's in this basement apartment down in Scarborough, the Rockophobia came out. Oh, yeah. So my buddy's fucking, we got drinking. Hey, let's watch the show. It's fucking terrifying, right? Mm -hmm. Sitting on this couch, but I was getting through it, but I was like, and then I had this Maine Coon cat, mm -hmm. crazy Maggie May, and uh, halfway through the show, we're sitting there watching the thing. I'm just like, all of a sudden, she fucking crawls up the back of the couch. <laughs> oh, <God. on> me. <laughs> Beer goes everywhere. Table gets knocked That's over. Weird. I was out. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why this happened, but when I was in high school, I still remember this as vivid as the fucking night it happened. In high school, I don't know what grade. I was sleeping in bed, and all of a sudden, my door opens up, and there's two guys in like, like jumpsuits, work like workman suits, both of them carrying this big fucking snake together. They throw it under my bed, and slam the door closed. What? I get up, run across the bed, open the door, slam it, and I'm standing there in the hall, just hyperventilating, out of my mind, hyperventilating, and realize it was a dream. It didn't actually happen. Mm. But you actually jumped out. I, I got up, ran across my bed, <laughs> out the door, and I'm standing there, sweat just dripping everywhere. And my dad opens the door to hit from his room and looks at me and goes, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and I said, two guys just threw a big fucking snake under my bed. And he looks at me and he just starts to laugh. <laughs> Laughs his ass off and he goes back to sleep. I could not go back into my room. <laughs> I went downstairs and I slept on the couch. That dream was so fucking oh, real. Shit. And I le legit got up and ran across it. That's too funny. Yeah. I'm glad you think it's funny. I still remember that shit. It happened over like, almost 30 years ago. Okay, next topic. Movies, movie uh, sequels. I'm having a hard time speaking. That's okay. It's it's the ginger beer. Does it brain? <laughs> Broken. Red mm -hmm. Movie sequels? Yeah. Uh, movie sequels, good or bad, or just movie sequels? Just says movie sequels, so whatever. What 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 movie would you like to see a sequel of? Well, we were talking about uh, we were talking about I Am Legend before. I know mm. that's one you'd like to see a sequel to. We've talked about that numerous times. Uh, what movie would I like? Here's one. What's yeah, a that'd movie, be you. What's a movie you'd like to see a sequel to that never happened, but you wanted it to? Yeah, uh, I thought that. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> So, so, so many. Uh, shit. Emily? <laughs> I didn't know we'd actually do, do this list. I did it as a gag. But I would like to have a Beetlejuice, too. They're in talks to do it. I know, they keep but it, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's always like every couple of years, it's like, yeah, they're going to do a Beetlejuice, too. And then it never happens. Yeah, they say all these people have signed up to do it. No, it's all... Jenna Ortega. <laughs> so maybe, maybe one day they will do it. But I don't know. I'm worried about it if they do because Beetlejuice was just so good. Yeah. But I'd like to see a second one. At least an attempt. That'd be a good one. I wish they'd made a sequel to that Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I hate the Fast and Furious movies. I hate every single one of them. I tell you, it's the best remake of Point Break that's ever come out. <laughs> it is. It's called it's... Return to Busan. Ah, a movie that didn't get a sequel and I wish it had. I feel like it didn't drag the characters from the first movie into the sequel. Yeah. It was like a, a spinoff more than a sequel. Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes spinoffs are fucking better than the original. Like, have you ever seen uh, This is 40? Yeah. It's a spinoff of Knocked Up, and it's, it's... in my opinion, the superior to mm -hmm. Knocked Up. Like, they, they found the two char the two best characters from the first movie, and we're like, let's give them their own movie. It's yeah. fucking great. I can't remember what that guy, the actor's name is, but I like him in every, pretty much anything. Paul Rudd? Yeah, Paul Rudd, that's it. I, I love fucking Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's so cute. You know, he was a... He's awkward, but kind of funny. And... He was one of the hero characters in one of the really late Halloween movies, speaking of sequels. I think it was Halloween 6. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was like the, 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 the weird guy hero character like bashes in michael myers head oh yeah, yeah what what movie what movie uh has had the most sequels james bond i would say mm, yeah probably bond movies there's like 25 26 of them yeah well i guess but then they like i don't know i don't much don't know much about james bond but isn't there like all these different james bonds there are there's so like do you number. count all of them like as sequels or do you kind of like divide them based on well james james bond is just his code name so the actual right. so the actual person could be you know a different person that's now in that code name yeah, yeah. because when well they, they touched on this in daniel craig's third movie he uh his name, they don't fully come out and say it, but his name isn't James Bond. No. Because the movie's called Skyfall, and yep. you're not sure why until the very end when he goes to his home that he grew up in, and Skyfall is the name. Of right. That. So whatever his first name is, his last name is Skyfall. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, James Bond. James is Bond just is a, just his uh, code name. Code name. James Bond, Code name. There's another argument. <clears throat> The oldest argument: Who's your favorite Bond? What's your favorite Bond movie? Because I have a, a preferred Bond, and I have a favorite James Bond movie. And it, my preferred Bond is not in my favorite James Bond. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Well, <clears throat> I really like Daniel Craig as James Bond because yeah, uh, Casino Royale was great. Everyone had a problem with Quantum of Solace, but I loved it because he was fucking unhinged. <laughs> it's like. Take this guy who's been training to be a British circuit, Secret Service agent, and he's so, like, he's a bit of a rogue, but he has it under control. And then Quantum of Solace, he's just fucking killing everybody. He's mm -hmm. nuts with, with grief. And then Skyfall is probably the best of, of his. And the, the next two weren't the greatest, but he was a great Bond. My favorite Bond movie, though, and I don't give a shit, I will defend this to the end of days, Goldeneye. I love Goldeneye. And that was Pierce Brosnan's first at best, because everything he did after was shit. And it had Xenia on a top, who's one of my favorite Bond villain girls. Interesting. She literally had sex with a man and killed him so she could steal his key card. She did not need to crush him with her thighs to do that. She could have just taken the fucking thing. What's wrong with you, Xenia? You psycho bitch. Call me. Doug? Yeah. Favorite Next, Bond? Favorite Bond movie? I, I don't really know. Oh, my dad was big in the Bond. He had all the Bond movies and shit. We used to go to his place in Scarborough and have like a Bond weekend. Drink martinis and we'll try to watch as many Bond movies as we can. Was there one that stuck out to you? Like that you were like, ah! I don't know. The one with the lasers in space? Fuck it. Which one's that? Moonraker. No. 
I don't know. Do you have a favorite Bond? My favorite Bond movies are the Austin Power movies. But that's not Bond. That's in like Flint. Yeah, but Different I mean, they're, they're they're parodies of the Bond. Like, they are. They're parodies. It's like James Bond meets in like Flint meets Fletch. I just I don't know. To me, like I'm not big into the whole spy in like Flint. Like, secret. I'm missing it. You ever seen it in like Flint? No. Well, I know that Michael That's... Myers based a lot of the, the Austin Powers stuff off the In Like Flint. Oh. Yeah. There's even a scene where he's flipping through, and he's like, oh, In Like Flint, that's my favorite movie. He starts mm-hmm. watching it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think he used the two of them as, like, Bond and that as yeah. inspiration. Oh. I do love the first two. The third one I felt was a bit of a misstep. But, oh, God, the second one is like, get in my belly! <laughs> When that movie came out, oh, I, I I would get told to do the fat bastard impersonation all the time, and I was I was a willing participant. <laughs> my baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby, this? baby back ribs. You take the mojo, you keep your money, and I get your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when he finally goes on a subway diet, and he's just like his skin is just like hanging from his body at the end of the movie. I do have a bit of excess skin. It <laughs> looks like a vagina. Here's yeah. the one. Like I watched those movies way too young. Like my parents did not censor anything for us growing up. Like yeah. we were watching like Final Destination at like four or five years old, and we'd be like, "Can we watch the death movie? Can we watch the death movie?" And Austin Bowers is another one. We'd laugh, and my dad would be like, you don't even understand what that means. And we're like, yeah, we do. It's like, no, you don't. You, you just think, you just like, your parents are laughing, everyone's laughing, so you're like, oh, that must be funny. <laughs> There's so many movies I remember watching as a kid where it's like, I look at this scenario, and I'm trying to grasp, as a kid, a kid's mind, why the characters are doing what they're doing, and it's so funny to watch that as an adult and go, oh, wow, I was way off. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene in Die Hard, Doug's favorite Christmas movie, where John's <laughs> telling Powell all this stuff he wants him to tell his wife because he thinks he's going to die. So he's like, you know, tell tell her this and, and tell her that. And Powell's like, well, you can tell her that yourself, John. As a kid, I always thought, oh, he doesn't think he's going to remember all that stuff. So he's like, no, you can't die because I can't remember <laughs> to tell her all that shit. As a, as a kid, that mm-hmm. was what I thought. He's like yeah. trying to, you know, inspire him not to die. Because it's like, I can't remember everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, child brain. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I was watching all kinds of inappropriate shit when I was a kid. Yep. Yeah, and well, you have your favorite movie. There was no inappropriate shit when I was a kid. Right, really, yeah. mister, I watched Night of the Living Dead when I was six. We'd climb up on the roof, and we could see all the way over to the Scarborough Drive-In. Oh, we'd, cool. we'd watch blue movies. <laughs> God damn. That's like... Your generation scrambled corn. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm from the scrambled corn generation. Chris, were you a scrambled corn kid? Yeah, Chris is half asleep over there. Next topic? Yeah, sure. Oh, boy. Worst first date stories. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of those. Oh, I'll bet you did. You like meet the decided to go on this first date. So we met while we were both working at Dairy Queen, 
he was working there while trying to pay for his dental because he didn't have insurance and he didn't want to pay out of pocket. So he just solely got his third job just so that he could pay for his dental and then quit. But I was working there while I was in college to pay off, you know, everything. So we met and I was training him and then we kind of started talking and he's like, Oh, you want to hang out like one night? And I'm like, yeah, sure. We'll hang out. So he picks me up and he's like, Oh, I know this picnic spot. I was hoping we, we can go there and we can play some, um, some Mario Kart and have like something to eat. I was like, yeah. What is this? Like, where is this guy taking me? Like I've known him for like two weeks now. Like, where is he taking me? And we're just going deeper and deeper into this forest. I'm like, I swear to God, he's going to murder me. Like, this is it. This is the end of my life. Like, I don't know why I followed this dude into this forest. Like, I don't know why. That's exactly what he did to me when I first met him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first, like, three times we hung out, he's like, hey, yeah, let's go into these woods together. Mm-hmm. Let's take some pictures. Yeah. And then. I keep falling for it, too. Yeah. And then he's like, I, I swear it was here. I just don't know where it is. I'm like, okay, maybe we should go back to the car. He's like, okay, yeah, sure. So we go back to the car. We start playing Mario Kart in his car. And then we, he goes to take me home, and his Jeep is has no battery because we attached the <laughs> the switch. Well, that's go a, first. I'm trying to fix this audio again. This is uh, I'm going to try and recreate Doug's bad first date story. <clears throat> so after finishing class in the one-room schoolhouse and sweeping the dirt floors, I asked Maggie Mae if she'd like to go for a walk down yonder to the malt shop to get some root beer and ice cream. And she says to me, I got to go home and help my daddy on the farm. So I walked her home, and then I said, I love you, and she told me to run. You became Forrest Gump at the end. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck sakes. I love you, Denise. Uh, it isn't recording. Oh, it is? Yeah. Hey, start your, uh, start your Chris story again. Oh, that wasn't recording. Your, who's, yeah. I was I was talking about your first date. My first date? Okay, tell me. Your what bad first here? date. What happened? That was a whole thing. They turned in the forest. There was a whole thing with dirt floors and one-room schoolhouses. And, you know, the girl was going to get the strap, and you were like, I did it! It was me! I rubbed shit on your pillow, Mr. Smith. And while you were getting the strap, she was just standing there like, oh, oh, it's, it's a real man. <clears throat> Actually, sounds like a decent first. Well, bad first date for you. <laughs> yeah. Decent first date for her. I think her name was Maggie Mink. That's why you named your man Coon Cat after her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, the bad first date I always think about is this this girl that uh, the date started out fine. We were hanging out. We were chit-chatting, having coffee, talking and stuff. And then she's like, hey, let's go for a drive. I'm like, all right. So we go for a drive to the grocery store, and she goes and buys some flowers. I was like, okay, cool. She's like, yeah, come on, let's get back in the car. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So we start driving again, and she takes me to a cemetery to meet her mom. On the first date. On the first date. Her mom's in the cemetery. In the cemetery. Buried. Buried. So we bring the flowers to her mom's grave, and she proceeds to... Introduced me to her mom. This sounds kind of uh, kinky. No, it wasn't kinky. It was like, it was like, what, 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 why would you think this is a good idea? And yeah, uh, that just, just left the vibes. I mean, if we've been together a long time and we've been, you know, we talked about that, and she's like, hey, you know, I'd like you to 
you know, I think it would be nice. So, hey, yeah, yeah, sure, that's that's great. But first date, no, uh. All right, let's go to the fishbowl. Fishbowl! And this is the first time going into. If you haven't seen this yet, because this video is more chopped up than chop suey. Uh, did I actually chop up chop suey? Well, this should be in here. Uh, this is the good fish. No, this is the fish bowl, and then this is where the good fish goes. Oh no! Everybody. Well, here we go. <clears throat> first dip into the new fish bowl. This better be fucking good. Would you rather sing like an opera singer or cook like a gourmet chef? Gourmet. Yeah, I don't give sure. a shit about singing and I'm not particularly fond of opera. Unless it's uh, Will Ferrell singing Time to Say Goodbye at the end of Step Brothers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no, gourmet. Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. That's good. It's the fucking it's a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. My wife would love it if I knew how to cook. I'm an okay cook, but I would definitely like to learn more. Mm. Would you rather... Uh, would you want to win the lottery mm -hmm. or live twice as long but poor? So would I rather live for... Would you rather win the lottery, be rich, or live twice as long poor? Like poor or like how I am now? Poor. Like poor, poor. <laughs> uh huh. Mm. Poor as in um, working paycheck to paycheck. Okay, so how I am now. Um, <laughs> we all are, yeah. <laughs> See, the, the one thing when I think about it is I would live longer, my family would. It would be cool to watch my, my sons grow up and be able to like see them become men and meet my grandchildren, but I'd be living that I would definitely have to watch my children and my wife die, which is something that would be really fucking hard to do. Whereas if I won the lottery, I could give them a good life and really enjoy the time I do have. Cool. Well, at, the, at the same time, though, I'm like, I have like phanophobia and I'm utterly terrified of dying. I don't know if that's an irrational fear or not, but... Most people are afraid of dying. Yeah, but like some people are afraid to die, but they have these like little comforts in place of, you know, this, this thing or that thing when they die. I don't have any of that. I have zero of that. I have no belief in anything. So I know that when I'm gone, I'm gone. And I just, I'm not even around enough to be upset about it. Just done. That terrifies me. Right. So the idea of pushing that off a little longer is very tempting. But I, I think it's more important to really be able to enjoy the time you have than to, mm -hmm. to string it out and be more traumatized because you've lost everyone you love. So I'm going to say lottery. Even though the xenophobia is like, live longer! Push away the cold hands of death! I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not living. That's All right. what I was going to say. All right, William Wallace. That's exactly what I was going to say. So, show me the money. Mm-hmm. For Lloyd Travel. Wallace, the Fire, I love it. What about you, Emily? Yeah, I would much rather have the money. Travel, see the world, and then die happy instead of living paycheck to paycheck and die stressed out on my mind. Yeah, I mean, poor. I guess you can't work to get rich. You got to stay in a shit job the whole time. Yeah. So unanimous. Show me the money. Twice as long miserable. Mm -hmm. Nah. All right, money. 
<laughs> what else we got in that bowl? What? Mm. Rather. Would you rather? I mean, would you rather be trapped in a rom com with your enemies or trapped in a horror movie with your friends? Rom com with your enemies. Mm. Well, I don't want to die. I've seen some fucked up horror movies. I love every single one of my friends. I really do. But they're stupid. So I think I'd rather be in the horror movie because they're going to die and I'm going to be able to escape. I was saying, I know for a fact that I could probably trick a few of them to go into that room first. And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, yeah. Because, because my enemies, I really fucking hate my enemies. And there's no way I'm going to be in a romantic mm -hmm. comedy with them. Because I'd end up killing into... them and then end up yeah. murder. <laughs> fucking show anyways. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, okay, horror movie. I mean, just because you're in a horror movie doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die. No, not always. You might make it. Maybe you'll become friends with the bad guy and, maybe, yeah. or the ghost or whatever. Maybe. You know, maybe you'll become like the poltergeist and then you just live happily with the poltergeist. I don't know. But depending on the horror movie. Sexy horny ghost. Call back. Also, you could be the first victim of the killer and then you end up killing them and seize the opportunity to be able to go out, kill your friends, and then pin it mm -hmm. on the on the original killer. Yeah. It's actually you know, semi-decent. Or I maybe just am the killer. You could be. Yeah. Just somebody like, you know what? I'm sick of you. And they mm -hmm. just torture your friends for 24 hours. That's it? Oh, 24 hours? Close to your friends. I'm not that mean. Lazy. I mean, I've only known them <laughs> for 13 years. You think they should get at least 13 <laughs> days of torture. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. Go with this one because it's got a nice edge to it. Would you rather keep first name or change it to what? Ooh. You get to change your first name? I already have my first and last name. Like, if I ever make it and I have to, like, change my name to, like, you know, my Vin Diesel or my, uh, what's another good one? People who change their, to change their, their name to something. I already have my super stage name. Big Deb. What's in the fridge? Okay. <laughs> Jackson Stud Horse. Jackson Stud Horse. That's a porn name. It sounds like a porn name Fuck. for sure. Hmm. <laughs> let me see. Oh. I don't know. My first name flows with my name, so I don't know. You have a really nice name. I like the name. I don't think I'd change my name. My name flows with the. Uh, my first name flows with my middle name. Yeah. John Douglas Taylor. Hmm. Yeah. So you nice wouldn't name. want to change your, your first name? I, I go by my middle name. JDT? Yeah. Would you want to change your name to Emma to match the Spotify mistake? <laughs> no. I would like to change my name to Emily, though. 
Emily with a Y. So my legal name, my well, on all documentation is E M I L Y. Like that's all my legal documentation, my passport, everything. So technically, I'm not wrong. Technically, I'm, you're not wrong. I'm government. Is it bad? I like the name. I thought the name in, sounded good. In my grade seven science class, there was seven Emilys, all start with a Y. And I was one of those teenagers that needed to be different. So I told my mom, I'm changing my name and I'm spelling it with two E's at the end. She thought I was crazy and she was like, no way. That's not how I wrote it on your birth certificate. That's not your name. So that was like when I was what, like 12? And now I'm almost 30 and I still spell it with two E's mm. and my entire family, all my friends, anyone that knows me only ever knows it with the two E's. Like even when I, at my work, like when I send off my paperwork, it's two E's. So, so I would actually like to legally change my name to two E's at some point. Why am I? Because it's ridiculously expensive. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. You do all the paperwork and then you have to like get your license changed and all your like your sin, sin stuff all changed. Like it's it's not as easy as like just changing your name. Like if I want to like my current passport, then I would have to get a whole new passport, which is like 150 bucks. Like I can't just change it. So it's been working out for me for however many years now. So I just, I keep it the same. But okay, how about this? fantasy setup mr beast is a huge fan of this podcast and he says i will pay to legally change your name from emily to emily mm -hmm. to ease but he gets to pick your new middle name do you accept no because my middle name is very important he gets to add an additional middle name sure sure why not Doug drank one of your Rattlers. He did. <laughs> yeah, he, he forgot. Sorry, but it's on video. <laughs> it might not be. It was. I was watching it. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're caught. an accident. I was going to go put it back. Well, Doug told me I'm not allowed to. He said, once it comes past the threshold, then we have to drink it. Anyhow. All right. Hey, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Great. Uh, that's our live studio audience. Yes. This is technically we have three previous guests live in the studio. There we And everyone's got their own section of this hack and slash video. That's good though. Because my blood is like really jelly. I got and I got to go on a heart monitor tomorrow. You ever wear a heart monitor? No. It's very uncomfortable. And they have to shave. You have to shave like here. It's here, wireless here. though, right? No, it's not. Well, the one I wore wasn't wireless. No, wireless. I had to wear it for three weeks. So I had to. I, you got the pads that you have to change like every four days. No, I mean like it just attaches to this little thing that's hanging in your pocket here. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's little yeah wires then it's got the three it. wires, and you got to carry yeah, yeah. this this bulky ass thing with you. It's like a cell. It's like a double thick cell phone. It's like this big. Hey, yeah, my yeah. mom just had one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I had to wear that damn thing for three weeks, and and every time you have to change those pads, you have to rip them off. Yeah. By the end, it was like red and flamed, just a mess. And the day I returned heart monitor, 
had to go get a stress test then. Oh, fun. Which meant they had to shave six more spots in my chest. So what do they do for a stress test? They, they hook you up. They put all the things on you. They put you on a treadmill and they... They, and you just start running or walking? Yeah, you start running or walking, and they monitor what you're, what you're doing and how long. Yeah. They did this maybe three, three years ago, three or four years ago. I talked about it during, I think, the health, like episode two. Yeah, yeah. But uh, still going? Recording again? Yeah, numbers are going up. So everything's going. Yeah, as long as I'm the one that's going to be like fucking forty-five different episodes. Landlord, jam together. Landlord, landlord is landlord. Absent landlord. Um, what was the question? Well, that was the name. So we all. Now, see, I know the Jackson name might not make sense to you, but my dad's name was Jack. And in Iceland, you take the name of your father, add son to it. Yeah. So it was like Jackson, and then Stud Horse was. Um, I, I I first saw that name. We were doing a, a a thing, and it was all names of children who had died in residential schools. Yeah. And you had to make a, an orange handprint, and then write the name of one of these kids. And all the kids in the school did a handprint. Put the names like underneath, and there was a—I uh, can't remember the first name, but I saw the last name Studhorse. That's a great name. It just sounds, <laughs> you know. And it was like to pay, kind of pay homage. I was like, I like that name. I mean, that sounds kind of morbid, but it wasn't meant to be morbid. It was meant to be like, no, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, even my first name. Oh no, my middle name. Um, my mother. I asked her once. So I was like, well, how did you pick my middle name, Jordan? Jordan Matt. That's why yeah. people come in, they go, oh, hey, Jordan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jordan Mack. Jordan was the, the name of a baby. My mom saw it on TV who was born with, I think, lymphoma or leukemia or something. And, and the, the, the baby didn't end up making it. She was pregnant with me at the time. So she made my middle name Jordan after that. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. A little dark, a little dark. Sorry about that. Okay. One thing most people do not know about you. Do we want to share that on this? Who wants to share it? Would anyone like to share the thing that no one knows about them? Denise, what's one thing most people don't know about you? I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> Done. Good answer. She's a boy. <laughs> that explains a lot. <clears throat> what woman could put Should up I with go? you? Doug? I'll go. Sure. What do you guys think? So, <clears throat> dead air. So I have those guitars over there and all that, but I don't really play them anymore because. I'm kind of tone deaf. I'm tone deaf because, you know, you have your ears, you have three small bones in your ears that mm -hmm. make your eardrums. Yeah. So when I was in about my 30s or so, it's getting really hard to hear. But I it, I didn't know. But we'd be watching TV and the volume would be like this close to the, the highest level. Right? So I went in and took a hearing test and it's like, 
something for all their ears and they wanted to give me hearing aids and stuff. I'm like, when my dad uh, was young, he had calcium buildup on his ears and uh, he had an operation on his ears to fix it. Um, so I'm like, what about this operation? Oh no, put you on hearing aids or whatever. Anyways, I finally got a referral to go see a special doctor down in the thing. And uh, so the one year, Calcium was building up all the eardrums, so it was slowing them down. Mm. But my left one was actually ripped right, in, the bones ripped right off. Oh. So that probably happened in hockey sometime, either body check or a fight or something, right? I never knew. Just. So what they went, they went in and they burn out the three bones and they replaced them with like Teflon ones. So I have bionic ears now. So you're a cyborg. That's cool. I have. Yeah, you're in place. You are the $6 million man. But. Oh, no, wait. But. $6 million man had the eye. Bionic woman had the ear. Oh, he had, yeah, he had the, the one eye, yeah. That's the bionic woman. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, if I'm playing my guitar, it doesn't really sound right. But if I put my chin on it, then I, then I really hear it. Wait, like Beethoven. It's really weird. But I'm not deaf. I can hear things. I can hear really quiet things. Never. It's just the tone is not kind of there. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Did I ever tell you about the time me and Doug were doing a podcast and he picked up the guitar and started playing it? And we did a duet. <laughs> <laughs> we sang the Eagles What did we together. play? Heart of the Matter. Oh, yeah. By Don Henley. That's right. But we were uh, a little bit loaded. It was good. Yeah. That was, that was fucked up episode 14. That was... Yeah, good times. So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, so, so anyway, so it turns out my father um, was one of the first people to ever get this operation done. They did it with wire. The calcium scraping tool? To take out the ear bones and replace them. Yeah. Uh, he was one of, the, like, somebody they pretty much experimented on. Oh, jeez. But the doctor I went to see trained under the doctor that did my father. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. Hey? Was it that bad out there? Shite. Balls. Thanks, Elon. I'm blaming him for the weather. Hello. Hello. Do we know if the audio is recording? There we go. So, yeah, so that's my uh, little uh, tidbit that nobody knows about, but you do now. I do. I know that you have cyborg hearing. All you know now, too. Oh, yes. All fucking, all seven of you, and five of us are in the room. We got to stop bringing all the people that actually listen to the podcast to the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) because now... They're not going to listen to it now because they already heard it. So there'll be no damn views of it on Spotify. That's okay. I know that we're going to get a, a good following in uh, Kentucky, maybe. I don't know. But who, who do you think we would? Denise, would you rather be trapped in a romantic comedy with your enemies or be trapped in a horror movie with your friends? Dead air. <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. Hope we don't want to keep that one. Oh, you ripped it? By accident. That was a good one. 
Tape with the other one. That's okay. Tick. Or there you well, go. What was that? Hopefully. Opposite of what they we said. Me. We were going to use our friends as cannon fodder. <laughs> Especially my poker buddies who probably never listened to this fucking thing. Except maybe for Anton. There's your shout out, man. Emily with two E's. That's too funny. Is there anything you would like to share that not many people know about you? Oh, yeah. well, I kind of already did with the whole two E's thing. That's true. You that was it. like a... That was, I think that's all that's, I can think of. I don't know. I didn't know that. Uh, I could share she this. You gave me shit for spelling her name wrong when I spelled the right. No, no, you said Emma. No, I said Emily. No, you what wrote I got the screenshot of it. I'm pretty sure first you wrote Emma no. instead of Emily, and then you wrote Emily, but it was the wrong Emily. Yeah, I think it was Emily with the right spelling, and then slightly lower down it was Emma and Spotify. Either way, I mean, but, the intentions were good, and now we'll never forget again. I've gotten called many things, you, and being called Emma, not bad at all. That's true. Compared. That's true. I, yeah. I'd, I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Internet. Only, missed it. Only a couple yeah. of my friends actually remember it or saw it. I used to have it on VHS. It's gone now. The other day, I... I I was reading something about the uh, Dini Petty, and there was like this link. There was no way to see her episodes. All the the tapes were, there, none of them were digitized. But there was a place where you could record, you could request a copy of of the episodes. And I was like, I wonder if they have it. And I like looked through all the, all the the. Buy on that app. Probably not. No. But I was looking all through it. That was not digitized. We found it on this app. Shit that, that I knew wasn't digitized was on there. Yeah. Well, I went and I did a big search on it because I thought if, if there's ever any clip or thing that ever popped up that's going to be the thing that makes me go, oh, fuck. It was that. And I thought if I can't find it, no one's ever going to care enough to really look for it. But yeah. What the fuck was it? It's not something I talk about. Much anymore. I don't even think I ever told that about it. Wasn't even recording. That was just for you, Emily, with an E. <laughs> Fuck. And that's the. After this conversation, we'll look it up and see if we can find it being traumatized. Well, that's well, the story the of this. sad little fat kid being traumatized. You were traumatized on the Dini Petty show. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I mean, it wasn't traumatizing when it happened, but at like the aftermath of thinking about it and just. Yeah. I don't know. They make fun of you? No, not necessarily. It wasn't so much that I got made fun of. It was just like I felt... Um, Set up? I don't know. It, it was like one of those things where... I feel like I got talked... Not talked into it, but... Who's going to say no to that? At that How age? old were you? I was in grade four. So I was like... I don't know. Eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. Going on a... a, a I mean, you, you had to sit on the couch and talk to her? Type of thing? Yeah. Like, talk about what it was like struggling with being overweight at that age. And how, oh, like, emo- like, the emotional... On TV. Yeah. Wow. And, I mean, it's not like I ever got recognized by anybody. Like, except for people I went to school with. Because, like, an idiot, I told everybody about it. Because when you're a kid, you think, oh, it's so cool. And then, you know... 
you're known as the kid who went on TV who talked to Dean Petty about what it's like being a fat little kid. So does that still bother you that you did that? I don't think about it. That? I don't think about it that much, but every now and then it, it slides in and it just it's one of those things like I'm happy it happened back then and not now when everything is alive on the internet forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because I, I, like, I, like the shit we're talking about. Yeah. So now it's going to be on the internet forever. Well, no one's, no one's going to be able to fucking find it. I couldn't find it. So, it's so, gone. You, so when you think about it, do you string it together with like that girl that was when you get your Mexico or whatever with your brother or not? Oh, the Dominican? Dominican? Yeah. It's like there's. They all kind of combined together on you? Well, they do. Because, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like. The whole Mr. Vane thing is just a giant bullshit confidence fake it till you make it thing to cover up the sad little boy that just learned to be a hard ass because being nice to people gets you shit on all day. You need something fucking stronger to drink? Yeah, I just I don't know. I think I need that peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. Do you have the peanut butter whiskey? Probably got some kind of whiskey. Do I have? This house is just guns and alcohol. Doug's breaking out the hard shit. Want some peanut butter whiskey? Oh my god, he does have it. Chris just picked up a bottle of peanut butter whiskey for this weekend for Christmas. Nice. I love that you grabbed a fresh bottle of Screwball. If there's one drink that I would let sponsor the Double D podcast, there's there's three. Landshark, Screwball. Oh, wow. What else? Oh. I know I love, I love the Landshark. I love the Screwball. I, I don't know. Doug, what would you say is, because eventually, future segment, I'd like to figure out all the best beers we've had on the podcast, bring them all back, and figure out which what's the best of the best. Yeah. yeah. Do a, do a, yeah. Do a do a what's in the fridge tribute episode. I have to film it during the day. I need to get a ride over here. The best fridge thing. Yeah, I'd bring up the flight, and we could use the flights. Your oh. cheers to getting over childhood trauma. Cheers, here's childhood trauma. Still follows you around like your shadow, your fat little chubby shadow. <laughs> that is dangerous. It is. That's Absolutely. dangerous. Absolutely. Like, dangerous. all I taste is peanut butter. I know, That's it's, dangerous. It's smooth and delicious. <laughs> Very Ooh. dangerous. Like, I'd love to, like, drink, <laughs> take a few shots of that. Yeah. You could tell us. So I was, because uh, we were having, like, have the kids over on Friday, right? For our Christmas. Uh, and then they're all going to go their own ways and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up, because I usually do a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up different drinks to do. Like mixers? Yeah, just like uh, Christmas type drinks, right? Yep. Mistletoe kisses, white Christmas, Christmas cocktails, you know, yeah. Irish green, cream de mint, stuff like well, that, right? That sounds good. In a shaker. And so the end of the day, Denise, I was testing them. Got a little fun. must have been fun for you. <laughs> and, uh, they were delicious, but they're potent. <laughs> and just, after she's like, going up and out of that, she it's like, the fuck you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> Hit you with the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite? What sticks out? Uh, the first one. 
The mistletoe kisses. Irish cream, green cream to meth, and then white cream to kale. Shaken in an ice shaker. That sounds real good. This year for Christmas, for we're on the 23rd on Saturday. We're getting together, like my parents, my sister, and my brother-in-law and Chris. And I created this list of 20 different shots. Some of them being like really Christmassy and fun like that. And then some being like absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be rolling a D20. Oh. And if you roll that D20, no matter what you get on that list, you're taking that shot. <laughs> so, so we'll see how that goes. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Meg, her son's girlfriend, mm -hmm. she sent me a video of a game. And it was like a, a muffin tray. Mm -hmm. And the muffin tray had a whole bunch of like numbers in each one. And there was, you know, if there was 20 different spots, there's 20 shots. And some could be water, some could be whatever, tequila, mixed drink, whatever. And then you get a ping, ping pong ball and you got to mm. bounce it into. And some of them, and some of them, some of the cups only had just, uh, like, there was, there was red cups over top. So you, so you picked know. up the cup and it could be a shot. Some of them had $20 in there. Oh, that's Some so of them cool, had man. Lindor chocolates under there. Cool. <laughs> fun i'm gonna steal all these games yeah one of the shots is called smoker's cough oh and it's yeah it's jägermeister and a dollop of mayo that's no well, that's bad. bad it's bad like one is called the cement mixer and it's baileys and lime juice and you leave it for about five minutes and it curdles so it's like one <laughs> giant clump of baileys that's nasty. there's only about five really bad ones everything else is either something that's just like kind of weird or like fun yeah. but there's only about five bad ones but <laughs> so i'm excited mostly to watch my you know my my mom or dad try and take down a shot that's but yeah one of my brothers he's uh He'll bring a shot to whatever party, and it'll be a theme shot. Mm -hmm. It's a Halloween party. It'll be Martian brains, mm -hmm. our, our hockey golf tournament. He brings a thing called it's called broken down golf cart. Oh, mm -hmm. I think of that one's pretty good. I think I've had that. Brain hemorrhage or all different brain stuff hemorrhage. all the time. Mm -hmm. You ever had a boiler maker? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. You throw the shot in the, uh, in the glass of beer. Yeah, and it's got to be on fire though. Mm -hmm. you take a shot. I don't think I've had it on fire. Yeah, but one of the first, like, crazy drinks I had, I remember in high school, like, when I turned 19, it was like, okay, drink parties now. And, uh, yeah, so you take a shot, you light it on fire, you drop it into a glass of beer, and then you chug both. Just make sure the thing's extinguished. you got to use it. <laughs> it's got to be a tall enough glass of beer. <laughs> Otherwise, you're setting your face on fire. We used to, uh, we used to like doing shots. Baseball team, we go back to the bar after, and everybody because it would come in those test tubes right mm -hmm. everybody's always buying shots but there was one tournament the, the guy that owned the bar he was playing on our team that year we're all sitting out in the, the patio brings he brings a bottle of sourpuss and a bottle of uh, tequila rose is there Ooh. anything else or just the two of them just the two of them Ooh. we're sitting there we're like we don't have shot glasses, so just crack it, take your shot and pass it around, get passing around to the empty. That became like every party we had with those the baseball team it was somebody to bring those to be the passed around all night. 
had an ex-girlfriend once and I was at a party and everyone was passing around one of those giant bottles of Jack Daniels. Oh. Everyone was taking shots out of the bottle. Thinking about doing that now. That's it's like heavy I'm sorry. shit though. Post-COVID, thinking about like 12 people all blah, blah, <laughs> drinking from the same bottle. <laughs> then it gets to my ex-girlfriend and she's just... <laughs> she took like a six second chug of this Jack Daniels. I was just like, God damn. Straight Jack Daniels? Straight Jack Daniels. I had one of those like liter jugs, bottles. They're two liter. It was, it was big. That's it was what like, I did when I met his parents. It is exactly what he did. Damn, dude. And my parents the next day, he's still in the tent. And my parents were like, you think Chris has a drinking problem? <laughs> I was like, no, he doesn't. He drinks like twice a year. And it just happens to be when he drinks, he drinks. <laughs> he was just nervous. I'm like, they probably shouldn't, because he was just, everyone else was having like little, like our little camping hugs, and he's just sitting there with the bottle, like every once in a while taking a big swig of it. And my parents are like, He doesn't drink, you should be Doug. <laughs> Doug is a once a week alcoholic. But that's okay, because we're close to Christmas, and as Emily proved, mm -hmm. just right. before Christmas, you can mm -hmm. drink as much as you friggin' want. That's right. Yep. That's all you do is drink and eat, drink and eat, drink and eat. I've never seen him more excited. I Nailed it. I love this. I love that clip. You can't drink for a week at your birthday, and then you'd have a drinking problem. You can <laughs> yeah. drink a week at Christmas, and nobody's going to care. Yep. No one cares. It is the season to be loaded. Oh, there's more. Okay. Good night, my dear. Merry Christmas. Right, you're probably... Very close to wrapping up, anyways. Yeah, we're. I, I, it's hard to know how long we've been recording because it's not at all chopped into chunks. It is ten thirty. Thank you. Night. Good night. Um, what the hell are we talking? Pull another. Pull another. This one's this one's thick. I'm gonna pull up a thick one. Hope you guys are ready. I think that's a couple parter. Ooh, it's a big thickness. Question. Uh. Okay, hold on. I'm going to read this all first so that I understand. Uh, okay. Okay. And then so you let this the is answer, a, and then you throw in the next part. Yeah. So, okay, this is one of those ones where they, they, they set you up. Uh, first, would you ever steal something? Absolutely. Um, no, not now. Oh, fuck off, Doug. Not now. Not now. Whatever. <laughs> Have you? Okay. Okay. So would this is? Would you steal something now? Would you ever steal something? <laughs> so it, it does count if it was I something mean, you would have done in the past. Um. Not really. Not really. You ever kill anyone? Not really. Well, that's a totally different question, and it might incriminate myself. So, would you ever kill someone? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. So, the next part of the question: What if it's because you are hungry and you cannot afford food? Yeah, I would definitely steal if I was hungry. I'd steal. I, I might I, steal if I was bored. I'd just go hunting. That's true. That is also true. But that's stealing but life to... from an animal. That's stealing the life of an innocent <clears throat> deer that just wanted to bound and eat. Maybe How dare you hurt Bambi? <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Bambi's kind of a little bitch. He is, isn't he? 
So you wouldn't steal it, if you were It's hungry? not Bambi. It's Bambi's dad that I'm going after. Anyways. All right. Let's Bambi's say. going to be a fucking orphan. You're on vacation, <laughs> and there's a uh, 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 tidal wave, yeah. and you're stuck. Okay, okay. Nothing. I'll fucking steal. There you it's go. the end of the world, and the clock lets them. If I run across you, I'll fucking gunning you down, stealing your shit. There's Flintlock. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right. What if it's... Not everybody knows what I'm going to do, so I can't surprise them now. Fuck. What if it's for medicine you can't afford? Yes. I would steal the medicine I can't afford. I would steal the shoes that don't fit. I would steal the hat that was given to me by Doug, the mask that I borrowed from Chris. I would steal the heart and minds that... I'm kind of an asshole when it comes to stealing. Like, I scare Chris sometimes. Like, the most recent, it's silly, but we were at Value Village trying to find some Christmas lights for our house. Don't scare me. I've stolen more shit than what the, well, anybody has Well, they wanted $6 for each of these sets of lights. $6 for these crappy beat-up lights when you can go to Walmart and buy them brand new for, like, 8 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is supposed to be a thrift store. This is crazy. So I just ripped the tag off one, and I shoved them all together in one big pile and paid six bucks for both of them. Denise does that all the fucking time. Yeah. Denise is a master thief. So I went oh, I, I goes to Value Village, and it's like, fuck, four dollars? Yeah. Well, this was four dollars. This was two dollars, and I paid three sixty-eight for it. So I was just like, well, I guess they yeah. figured both were two. Or sometimes. I'm going to be like, oh, correction, madam. Actually, that one is four dollars. For you see, it has... More thickness than this thin one. <laughs> I want both. I want the thin one and the thick one. Thick. For medicine, I would just fucking collect some herbs. Yeah, get the shit out of plants. Play too much Resident mm -hmm. Evil. There's lots of plants out here. That... Absolutely. One of my grandest... Ibuprofen. We got the leaf tall lettuce that grows here. It has the ibuprofen in it. I got a great accidental theft story. Sure. I was uh, accidental, theft. accidental theft. I was buying a bow and arrow from a, a, a nature's sporting goods store that will remain nameless. And I was already paying out my ass for this bow. And I'd been there once before. And these fucking cocksuckers ignored me while I'm standing in the fucking hunting section waiting, waiting for somebody to come to the fucking counter so that I can buy a fucking bow. And I see two guys in the back shooting a bow. And I think, okay, maybe they're showing something to a customer. I wait there for like 10 fucking minutes and the two guys walk out and it's two employees fucking around in the back while I'm standing there waiting to talk to somebody about this fucking bow. So I, you know what I did? I bought the fucking revolver, the Pugsley revolver, the biscuit revolver. I was like, fuck you guys, I'm buying a pellet gun instead. And that's how I bought that gun. The, the one that I pointed I at that. you and you wanted to kill me. Interesting side. <laughs> so, when I went back years later, Oh, I saw numbers. Yeah, it looks like it's recording. There's just no picture. Might be doing that black screen thing again that you were talking about. Ah, well, the sound's bumping. Mm-hmm. Just put in an image of me, like, ah, yelling at Screaming. Well, there we go. Okay, so you were stealing a gun from Cabela's. So, I mean... So I didn't steal... But the, 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 the pellet gun that day. This the, the, That experience was the setup, right? That was years ago. So then, 
not too long ago, I went back because I had some money and I really wanted to buy a fucking bow and arrow. And I went and I found the bow and I was like, I like this bow. And like what was, kind of bow? Like a, it's a recurve, compound. A compound? Just a compound. You got a compound? Just, just a, a compound. Just like standard fiberglass, basic 20-pound. Oh, oh. Basic so bow Just a recurve. Yeah, just a compound. Yeah. I just wanted, yeah, I wanted, yeah, it's just a, just a recurve. I just wanted a basic bow and arrow for practicing. Or a long bow. It's not that long. It's like, it's not like a, I'm not, I'm not like taking out the fucking English as they're. What'd you buy? Oh, you stole it. No. So I bought the bow, right? I got the bow, and I'm talking to the guy, and he's like, oh, yeah. So, and I was like, I want a, a quiver thing as well and uh, and some arrows. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, just, you know, grab grab the arrows, put them in the quiver, bring them up, and, you know, uh, it's all good. And I was like, then I need someone to walk up with me. He's like, no, no, it's fine. You only need that for firearms. I'm like, all right. So I grabbed 10 arrows, put them in the quiver, bring them up, bring up the bow, Bring up the target, bought the big old target, and ladies ran it through. Target, 40 bucks, bow, 150, quiver, $2.50. I pay, walk out. Nat was with me, and she's like, uh, oh. like, <laughs> wait, wait, there's like arrows, just separate arrows you picked? I put 10, three bucks a pop, put 10 arrows in the quiver, and she Ooh. just charged me for the quiver. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the thing on the way out, and she didn't charge me for the arrows. Okay. Now, on a side note, the first time I fired that bow, the arrow fucking broke. <laughs> the second time I fired it, another fucking arrow broke. So now <laughs> I've only got eight left. The Have first you fired one, any more arrows? Oh yeah, I fired it a whole bunch. <clears throat> but the arrows are they're, they're cheap as shit. They're not too short. When when did the arrow break? The like first when one. It hit? The first one, it's uh, the the backing piece, the piece that the, you clip into yeah. the string. It like flew off; it's gone. The notch. The second one went in the dirt, and when I went to find it, uh, it was it was fucked up. There was something wrong with it. Oh. So yeah, like the first two times I fired it, the arrows got fucked up both times. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a good bow. I got it. It's good. I also got the air javelin. That's a nice user friendly, fun thing to use. But yeah. <laughs> Those arrows that are shit that break all the fucking time, that were three bucks a pop. I admit to nothing. I did nothing wrong. And besides, this is actually a story that someone emailed in at our website address email, double D segments at gmail.com. That's not actually my story. That was sent in by Hiroshio Cornblower. Thanks for that story, bud. Fuck I have eight. never stolen anything because I... Thanks, Hiroshima. <laughs> Horatio Cornblower. That's what I said. Hiroshima. Man, you got you to gotta get a tuning fork and fix that cyborg ear of yours. That and, you know, I've stolen the hearts of a few people along the way. God, Mr. Vane, here we go. <laughs> I'm just a sad boy. <laughs> Deep down, I'm just a sad boy. Okay, what do we got? I think somebody in a guest should pull one out. Yeah, guest, Ooh. you know what? Whip it out. That's your job, not mine. Yeah, I pulled out the thick one. Look oh, what I you see. just pulled okay. out. A little string dick over this there. This is kind of a funny one. The thickness. It's not the size that matters, okay? That's right. It's how deep it goes. 
favorite smell? Favorite smell. Oh, favorite smell. Um, bacon. Bacon. I was going to say bacon. My first thought was chocolate chip cookies. Like, fresh out of the oven. Like, like just the, the best, the, the basic just good ingredients, fresh chocolate Good chocolate cookies. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, remember when <laughs> I made those brookies? Like, that smell, that's like the brownie mixed with the chocolate chip cookie smell. Yeah. That is fucking great. Or um, crescent rolls. Fresh bread. Fresh bread. Fresh bread is good. Those are great smells. Um, rain. I like rain. Just right before it starts to rain. You know when you, you don't smell. shower for a week and you're in the same underwear and you're out hunting <laughs> and you you found some Taco Bell tossed out of a car on the side of the road and then you eat it and you have an explosive fart and you shit your pants? That smell. That's the smell of a survivor. I ain't fucking hunting with that fucking guy, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to change your underwear. Fuck, you can hunt by yourself, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's another good smell? We're going to think of like... shower. Shower? Well, yeah, you guys have like a nice little thing set up there. Oh. Sometimes you just got to use like the wet. The wet, yeah, the, the Denzel from Book of Eli. He was just using like KFC wet wipes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do what you got to do. Unscented ones, though. Yeah. Or just, you know, baby wipes. It's a, uh, if you had, okay. But you apocalypse. change your clothes. And you stink. Oh, you're sweating work. and freezing. And mm-hmm. Stinking. And... If you were in a, an apocalyptic situation, would you rather have... A, Clean underwear? Your, or No, yeah. Would you rather sorry. have, like, your hygiene 100% taken care of so that you don't have to worry about that as an inconvenience? Or the, like enough daily drinking water. Like, you still have drinking water, but it might not be enough. You're, like, always thirsty. It's rather kind of... In the apocalypse, you're always kind of thirsty or you always kind of stink. Well, you may want to always have good drinking water and kind of always stink because... Because your smell, you're going to blend in with everything else. Yeah. And, and predators or whatever else is out there maybe won't be able to smell you. So like in The Walking Dead, when they covered themselves in guts and out of the, the, they couldn't smell them anymore. They were blending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when the rain came, it washed them and cleaned them off. They're starting to go, hey, what the fuck's around us? So what you're saying is, haven't showered in a week, Taco Bell diarrhea, man. What's and, wa- and, and water's essential. Yeah. I was going to say, is, it's better to have drinking water because I'd rather stink than be dead. The Stinking Dead. That was the alternate title to the Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For rotters. Rotters, biters. There are a few different people. They all have names for them. Yeah, different groups did. Yeah. Ah, the governor. What a great villain. Such a sick fuck. Pull another? Wait, wait, wait. What was that one again? Favorite smell. Favorite smell. So we got, so yeah, bacon, cookies, rain, rain, rain. I do love the smell of rain. Not that warm smell. Mm-hmm. Then you went that, off on some tangent. It's like right before it starts to the rain. Wor- me? The, the warm smell is usually after the rain. Yeah. Me go off on a tangent? I didn't say that. After three beers and a shot? No. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said and then I went off on a tangent. No. I said she pull another one. 
fucking liar. Doug's a fucking liar, you know that? I got to Not right now. I'm going to... Later. What are you going to write about? I'm going to upload something later, and I'm going to tag you on it. I did a deep dive. I did research. On deep the dive oldest, on what? The oldest argument between Doug and I on this show. <laughs> I found the truth. Right, and I was right. Episode 7, 50 minutes in. You wouldn't... Oh, speaking of uh, Leland... Braylon. <laughs> Leland Gibbons? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. We started watching Fargo. Oh, I love series. Fargo. Yeah. It was on. It was on like three episodes, three series. Yeah, there's three, three, seasons. three seasons. There's five now. There's, wasn't there... There was The fourth one was like with Chris Rock or something? The fourth one's with Chris Rock, and the fifth one's with that guy from uh, Mad Men. Um, uh, what's his name? Ham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Ham. John Ham. John Ham. Um, He's in one of my favorite episodes of uh, Black but in, Mirror. But in season four, yeah, there was only three yet, and then it was like forever. I don't know when the last two seasons came on. But we, we kind of forgot about Fargo because it took so long. Yeah. Started in 2014. We were only at five seasons. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love the first season. I like the second one. And then, like, Nat and I were loving it. We were excited to watch the third season. And we were watching it on The Box. You ever watch something on The Box? Yeah. Well, this is back when The Box was a thing. So we were trying to watch the first episode of season three on The Fucking Box. And what we were watching, we were assuming, is one of those scenarios (laughs) where they start showing you something and it goes for a while, and then it stops, and the episode starts, and you're like, oh, when are we going to get back to that point? No, it was the last fucking episode of season three, and we watched 12 minutes of it, thinking, oh, this is a weird start. So now the whole season's fucking ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So season three of Fargo, we got fucked by the box. Fucking box. the wrong episodes on. How come it's, it's gone backwards? Anyway, so... That was uh, our sad Fargo ending. Anyways, uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, plays a U.S. Marshal. No way. In the fourth season. No fucking way. (laughs) In 1950, yeah. That's kind of funny. Good old Leland. Leland Gibbons. (laughs) Leland Gibbons. But yeah, I found the clip. Of what? When we were talking about Justified. And? I'm going to make a video about it. I was right. You were wrong. No, you didn't let me. You didn't let me finish what I was saying. You jumped all down my throat before I came to tell you. You started by going, "Ah, uh, uh, he's like uh, Lee, uh, Lee, Raylan Gibbons." Yeah, yeah. And you stop, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, Raylan Gibbons." And you start talking about it. And I was I'm talking like, about the character. And then you start talking about the show, and I just I, I sat there, and I I'd never seen the show, so you're just like having this wonderful moment where you said Raylan Gibbons a bunch of times. I wasn't sure if that was a person or the name of the show. So now you and, know how I feel. Like. And you uh, you start talking about it, and I'm like, oh, are you talking about Justified? And you're like, yeah, that's what I said. And I was like, did you say it in English? Because I didn't hear you say Justified. And you're like, no, I said Justified. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't hear you, but it's recorded. We can just play it back. You didn't rewind it back far enough. And then I rewound it back. I said, I said, I started by going justified. No, you didn't. You yeah. fucking liar. Well, I bet you, you cut it off before no, after I said you that. Did. Yeah. It is there. Episode yeah. seven. It's like 50 minutes and 50. I wrote it down and I was going to do something with it. I haven't done it yet. But 
there it be. What episode is that in? Episode 7, I'm pretty sure. I think that's the last episode. What was the name of it? I'm pretty sure it's the Last of Us episode. The Lost of Us. The Lost of Us. And I was like skipping through. I spent... I I wasn't sure where the hell we had that argument. I said to go through episodes 1 through 6, skipping through every about 10 seconds or so, to find this fucking clip. So Why would it be in sure. the Lost of Us episode? I I guess because we were talking about yeah Lost of Us episode seven. Where are you? Will you play? Will you be good? Tell the crust. Justified was good. See, Justified was good, eh? Did I say that? I just heard it. Yeah. That was after. He was in Logan. He was the guy. He's after. Uh, of course it was. Here it is. He just—I don't know. There's something about him. He did all the voiceover for uh, Narcos, and every time he was talking, he just had this. We're listening like to the Double D podcast uh, on the uh, Double D podcast. To him. And I was like, I can't fucking lie. And, and I didn't hate his character. I'm and I, I like Pedro Pascal, and I loved the guy that was playing. Um, uh, yeah, I can't think of his name. Uh, I can't think of his name either. But the guy who was playing uh, the, the drug lord. He was a great actor. He was doing a good job. I loved him in fucking uh, Elysium. That's one of the reasons my wife really, really wanted to watch Narcos. Oh, yeah. How Narcos is about uh, this all those calls me Tarantino. He was the um, bad guy in the new uh, um, um, Raylan Givens. What? Raylan Givens. What's yeah, that? Shit. Earlier on, it said justify. No, you didn't. I was oh, after it. Uh, I just went back. I don't believe you. I didn't see a video on that. Uh, I did. I, it was after this point. Raylan Givens. Listen. What? Raylan Givens. Cut the one little part. No, I didn't. I just found the part. Listen. Oh, he was. Uh, oh, he was the um, bad guy in the new uh, uh, Raylan Givens. What? Raylan Givens. What's that? <laughs> Raylan Givens. It's a uh, Timmy Oliphant. Oliphant. Um, he's a uh, he's a uh, U.S. Marshal. Oh, you talking about Justified? What did I say? I don't know what you said. Justified. It didn't, it didn't sound like English. That's what I said. Justified. Was the bad guy in Justified? Oh, making fun of me. Okay. I didn't hear. And then you say, "That's what I said." Justified. What? That was. I said he was the bad guy in Justified. No, you didn't. You said Raylan Givens like it was the name of the show, which is why I was confused. There be the we proof. We were talking about characters. So you said the so, guy we were talking about from Narcos. You said, "Oh, he was the bad guy in the new season of um, uh, uh, Raylan Givens," and I'm like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, well, you're well, like, the, "Yeah, yeah, he was in the new in, episode." Uh, the new episode wasn't called Justified. It was, it was called Primal, Primal City or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't called Raylan Gibbons, though. But I was getting to it. But you didn't. You, you just started talking off. about the show. What's the significance of this argument? We've argued about this interaction like seven times on the show. I was not rude. Because I couldn't think of the name. He couldn't think of the name of the show, and he's talking about the character. And then he started talking about the show, and I said, oh, are you talking about Justified? You asked me. And then so he I, goes, that's what I said. Asked, you asked me, so I was explaining what the show was about. We were talking about the actor, and you said he was the bad guy on the new season of Raylan Givens. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. And I've never heard of a show called Rainbow Okay, Gibbons Merry before. fucking Christmas. You're right, okay? But it's not say that, I never give me anything. That's what it's, you should have wrote this card. You're right. That's it. It's not that I'm right. You no, got no. pissed at no, me. No, no, and you're no, like, no. oh, on that other episode, when you jumped down my throat, I'm like, what? I did what? You're no, like, oh, you, said, you got all pissed at me because I said, did you say it in English? What? And then your defense was that you said you were talking about Justified. I was. But you didn't say that. And even in this, after, you're like, that's what I said. Raylan Gibbons from Justified. I'm like, hey, you didn't say that, though. The important part is everybody eventually knew that you guys were talking about Justified. <laughs> that is true. And I started watching it, not because the show was good, not because Doug was talking about it, but because we fought about it. <laughs> and it was just and then, a... And then, and then he called him Leland. I called him Leland Gibbons. Because that's Raylan Gibbons' cousin. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because Doug was all pissed off at me like an episode or two later. And he's like, I, I can tell you, he'd been carrying it for a while. Because if you watch the clip, he looks at me so mad. He's like, oh, like the last episode when you jumped down my throat. I'm like, I jumped down your throat? About what? I don't know. I think when you go, oh, you're not speaking English. You said that's jumping down somebody's throat. I mm -hmm. said, are you talking about Justified? You said, that's what I said. And I'm like, did you say it in English? Because I didn't no, hear you no, say justified. No, 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 no. You said that's, really? that, that's no replay. That's not what you know replay. Oh, okay, okay. Like okay. What did I say? Mm -mm, mm -mm, Here we go. Raylan Givens. What's that? It's Raylan Givens. It's a uh, Timmy Oliphant. Um, he's a uh, he's a uh, U.S. Marshal. Oh, you talking about justified? What did I say? I don't know what you said. Justified. It didn't sound like English. Thanks. <laughs> I said justified. Did you? He was the bad guy in Justified. Oh. Okay. I, I didn't hear you said justified. It's on the fucking tape, so we'll see if I And here we are, 11 episodes later, finding out. Now, the thing that we take away from this is that I'm a bit of an asshole, mm -hmm. and sometimes Doug remembers things differently than how they happened, <laughs> and when the proof is presented to him, Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> well... I apologize no, for insinuating that you weren't speaking English, but you didn't say justified. I and did after. Yeah. You did. Well, I said, are you talking about justified? Yeah. And you said, yeah, that's what I said. Well, I couldn't think about it. The it's second. okay. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a barrier. All right, moving on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> I'm just going to move the bullets a little further away from Doug because I don't know where he keeps all his firearms. It's 11 o'clock, so it should be... All right, I say we do we'll one more question. Up. Well, right, we'll one more it. question? Sure. Last question of the night. And uh, Doug, uh, you should pull it out. I'm afraid of all this plaster out here now. <laughs> well, this one will not survive a fall. This one might. Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Well, Batman has money and no parents and no powers. Spider-Man has no parents, no money, and powers. But his powers are a giant burden, and he's a fucking nerd. Giant bird. <laughs> that's that's a vulture. No. I would say I would rather, I think I'd rather be Spider-Man. 
I mean, their their lives are both kind of shit, but that's also Marvel versus DC, Doug. I know what a stupid question. I know how much you love your superhero. Batman has way cooler tools and toys and cars and motorcycles and mm-hmm. boats and trains and all sorts of shit. And he has a butler. He does he have a butler. A butler. He's got a butler, but he's broody and borderline autistic and tra- severely traumatized childhood trauma. Well, you don't think fucking Spider-Man watching his uh, uncle get... That happened when he was in high school. Get slaughtered? He was he was a teenager. And yes, it's still traumatic to find your, your a family member dying. But what's more traumatic? To find your your uncle and he dies in your arms or watching your parents get shot in front of you when you're a little kid? Yeah, get over it. No, he didn't. <laughs> That's Batman's whole thing. He doesn't get he over it. He still has better toys. He does have better toys. But that depends on which Spider-Man you're talking about. Because if you're talking about Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, he doesn't have toys. He has jizz come out of his wrists. Andrew Garfield doesn't have jizz, but he also only has minimal toys. Tom Holland has Iron Man tech. He's Batman and Spider-Man. So that's like a cop-out. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a cop-out. Yeah, I knew you'd go there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I know. I find the cop out. So if we're going um, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, or Michael Keaton, Batman. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, Batman gets a lot of good puss. Batman, final answer. Because of the women. You want to be Batgirl or Spider-Girl? <laughs> it's a difficult question. They're all difficult. That's the, that's the point. Because Batman isn't a superhero. Batman is just a rich dude that happens to know how to punch somebody. But he also has a plan for every contingency. Every member of the Justice League, he knows how to kill if they go rogue. Right, but this doesn't. that's not what qualifies you to be a superhero. You have superpowers to be a superhero. Yeah, that's, He's that's... just a smart, rich dude. That's it. He's like Iron Man. I love Iron Man. However, he's just a smart, rich dude. That's it. So I would want to be Spider-Man because then I would be a superhero. However, I would want to be Iron Man, or sorry, Batman, because I wouldn't mind being a smart, rich white guy. Because then you would rule the world. But, you know what I'm saying? Interesting. I ain't been no fucking bit by no spider because I, <laughs> oh, yeah, Doug fucking Fair hates enough, spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be Snake Man. You don't want to be Spider Man. That's. I'm still sticking with Batman because I want to have one of those those rooms like Kevin Costner, not Kevin Costner, like uh, Michael Keaton had with all the weird suits of armor, mm-hmm. the King of the Wicker People. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, what a disaster night. A bit disastrous. That's why we call it the blizzard night. A lot of snow outside. Mm -hmm. Internet going in and off, off and on, off and on. So it's going to be a choppy episode. It will be choppy. But hey, that's what makes us different. You never know. It could be the most coherent episode we've ever uploaded. Well, we'll find out. I guess we will. Well, thanks for having me on again, guys. Always a pleasure. 
It's always, always great to have somebody in studio. Mm. Yeah, it's nice to have a witness when you know, <laughs> Doug and I have our spats. <laughs> That's also nice to know that he can't kill me if there's a witness here. Then well, you live around the corner. He could kill you whenever he wanted to. But I could kill back. Because mm. I've got a bow and arrow, and i got at least six yeah. arrows left. Yeah, and then like... <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> I'm glad they were free. I mean, I'm like glad that... that uh, Horn, uh, Horn blower got those arrows for free. Yeah. All then. Well, well, Chris, thanks for getting the beers. <laughs> thanks there, bud. Thanks Until next time. Thanks for producing the show. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, doctor, I guess that's MD sleep over there. All right. Well. What is it? Is do you move more north first, or do you buy a truck first? You always ask me that. And what, what's the same? answer? You always buy the truck. No, it's move north first. Well, see, you don't even know. Wait a minute. See, shit. Well, Jeff. Yeah, no, it's move north. Move north is first. Move north. When you buy a truck, so that you can move north, so you can move all your shit. Well, you, you, well, no, you, you'd you rent move a north, truck. and then you go fuck. I need a truck. Yeah, because mm. you don't need a truck until you move <clears> north, and until you have that truck and you move north. Mm, she might not want you to get her pregnant. Right. Nah. But so when you're north, a man who moves north, buy a truck. buys a truck, yeah, you sneeze and six people get pregnant. Hmm. That's, that? that's the logic to, to it anyway. <laughs> All right. Well. Good night, guys. Merry Christmas. Move north. Okay.